0: i <laughs> so back to Motown and Coney bonus episode Wednesday back with my main man Tommy what up doe so a few weeks ago <laughs> social media went ablaze the black um community in general went ablaze <laughs> with the Monique rant at the Five Theater the epic rant yes <laughs> epic infamous um last time when we were recording episodes what 18 19 we were actually recording them the day of the the rant because we were on our way to see monique and dl Hughley. right right
1: um so we we saw it live um uh, so, yeah we we seen that whole thing live we was actually like thrown off i didn't expect that yeah i think
0: i think pretty much <laughs> <laughs> All of us that 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 was with us was thrown off. I I wasn't sure what I was watching. Right, right. Um, um. I think at one point I wasn't even sure if Dio Hugley was there
1: or yeah. was gonna come on. Yeah, cause what? It, well, okay, so what threw me off? Well, the first two comedians, I want to give them their props too. Yeah. Um, what was the the lady
0: Ida? I- Yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He does have a special on HBO Max that I started watching last night. And then actually the reason why we had originally got tickets um, was for Josh Adams, uh, which went to high school with um, our wives. Right. Uh, and And I thought he did a good job. He was funny. He did a good job of handling... The the transition between Monique and um, DL Hughley, even though when Monique got done, I still wasn't sure if DL
1: Hughley was coming out. Right, because what happened was, and and once I learned um, from listening to DL, and plus uh, just from going to a few shows in that you know downtown Detroit, I know everything gets cut off at a certain time. So what happened was she went over her her time limit on purpose. Yeah, he
0: said what he said on his uh, radio show. She she slow walked the time. Basically. Yeah, she slow
1: walked the time, and she started off with a rant first. Then she uh, uh then she uh, started about a twenty minute. <laughs> rant. Yeah, about it a was, twenty minute rant. A twenty minute. And tirade. It was
0: a ten minute unexpected intervention. Uh, yeah,
1: because I didn't realize and and what DL Euclid was saying like. She she was already there, so he knew he was headlining because of the times. He was saying that she got there at a certain time, and he got there just as she was getting off. So he actually really didn't hear none of the stuff that she said because she felt like she should have went on afterwards. And he was saying like, if she felt that way, then she could have approached him and asked him
0: or took what do you say, took it over to promoter basically. Yeah, Um, it wasn't a need for the audience and all that because. Had she not come out like she did, uh, we would have never knew that there was an issue. Right. Um I had assumed based on the marquee and the the promo material that was out there in the television ad
1: that D.L. Hughley was going was the headliner. Exactly. And that's what they had been promoting the whole time. Like we, we bought our tickets when we went to the fucking uh uh Red, Red Wing, Wings game. Yeah, to the Red Wings finale game. That was a long time ago, and he was already on the marquee. They yeah. had him, like, oh, even on the little uh, on the fucking pamphlet, they had him as the the, the number one person. Yeah, so, even
0: on the, like, when I would hear the ad on the radio show, yeah. it would say D.L. Hughley with Monique hosted by yeah. Josh Adams. So my assumption was that d o Hughley closing the show. He the headliner. He the I guess what they call a top building or whatever.
1: Right. Um, yeah. And that's what, that's what I just thought also, like just from when you go out outside of the, uh, the Fox theater, you will see DL Hughley, you know, his head is of course bigger than hers. Yeah. And then you'll see hers and then you'll see the so other two artists. So
0: all the signs pointing to DL Hughley being uh, the main event. Now, we all know that Monique, uh, when it came to, to Precious, uh, had a falling out with, uh, I would just say, the power brokers of, of Black Hollywood, kind of. Um, Oprah, Tyler Perry, Steve Harvey, eventually Charlemagne. Um, so I, I thought this was, she had reconciled with Lee Daniels. Uh, I thought this was her uh, reintroduction, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it took a turn because part of me was sitting there, what the hell am I witnessing? Right. Um, we were in a very, I I think safe to say pro Monique area of the,
1: of the theater. Right. Because she, you know what it was too with Monique and I, I know, I mean, I know from the Coco's house of comedy, like Coco and foolish. I went to a lot of their comedy shows. Um, Foolish is hilarious, Coco's hilarious, and you'll see them in the community. They do a lot for the community. I, I remember them a lot from Coats for Kids. And, yeah, and I'm both, and Monique would actually be in the city working alongside both of them too. Monique, she has a good heart when it comes to the people too. I know yeah, that for well, she, a fact. So. She's from
0: Baltimore, which um isn't too far. Yeah. And the nickname Little Detroit. <laughs> right. For those that don't know. Um and I do know having lived in Baltimore, she's very beloved in that Baltimore um that DMV area. Right. Uh, and beloved here too. Yeah. So so and that's and I, why when Dio Hughley, I don't know if y'all caught it on his um radio show or whatever, he said, you know, she kind of scorched the stage, um, or set the stage on fire before he even got on, which is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost feel like she was Will Smith and, and verbally, and he kind of was Chris Rock. It, it could have took
1: a, a turn. Um, yeah, the the thing is, I think he went. He was a gentleman about it because what the people wanted, he didn't actually give that to him. He he took little shots like here and there, saying mm-hmm. like little things, but he didn't disrespect her, call out her name, do anything of that nature.
0: Yeah, and I and I think that's because it escalated on social media um soon afterwards her asking for Dio Hughley to basically put up his contract blah 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 um which he
1: did uh, yeah <laughs> no it's crazy because like with us being there every soon as she um uttered two words and, and basically said fuck him and you know yeah basically went uh, off everybody broke out their phones yeah and started recording
0: coon, called um uh, steve harvey a coon yeah. at one point called oprah a raggedy bitch uh, yeah
1: <laughs> told the story about bill cosby yeah and uh and what the, the
0: <laughs> soap and the uh, yeah order or whatever it said fuck him too yeah so um <laughs> uh, if people thought Monique was gonna come in humble, gracefully, and you know, try to, um, I don't know, reintroduce herself uh, to the to to these people, she kind of said the hell with it. Right. She went. She just went straight into. I do know Steve Harvey responded and basically said, you know, he could care less what Monique thinks about him at this point. Right. Um, I thought D. L. Hughley was trying to take the high ground, and still is um, until uh, she posted a clip Monique did of um, D. L. Hughley on um, um,
1: Tonight Sway. Show. Yeah, uh, it was it was a bunch of clips. Uh, it was one from the Tonight Show. Um, you no know,
0: one was from from Sway Show. Um, one was
1: from Sway too,
0: yeah. where he talked about. Uh, his daughter being molested by a friend and him, him not believing a daughter. A mm-hmm. uh, couple other things yeah. about D.L. Hughley and his his personal life. Uh, she went on to do a 57-minute video uh, with her husband on
1: Instagram Live. Tried to invite him to Instagram Live too, D.L. Hughley, yeah. and he turned it down. Uh, so, which in return...
0: Um, got D.L. Hughley's oldest daughter to respond, basically saying, you know, that you have involved her mom and her little her little sister, hmm. both of which have nothing to do with this and this beef, basically. Um, and you're doing the very thing that you tried to protect black women from. Exactly. Yeah. You hit the nail and, right. <laughs> and at that point, because at one point I was like, okay, you can kind of rock with Monique, but after... DL Hughley then upped his contract. Um, you respond with a contract from your own media company. Mm-hmm. Um, with DL Hughley um pointing out, and then you kind of, you continue to uh just degrade DL Hugley. And it's kinda of like what DL Hughley on daughter said, you know, you can find Foster and her 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 father, which I agree with, but family shouldn't have been involved. Um, D.O. Hughley to me is looking like the overall winner at this point. I mean, if you,
1: if you, I guess if you look at it in like moral standards, um, and and let's just, let's just, just face it. I always tell guys this all the time. I'm like, you're never going to out talk a, a, a woman. Yeah. Chris, Chris
0: Rock <laughs> had the famous um, joke. Um, yeah. Don't argue with women because yeah. women. <laughs> basically are going to do whatever it takes to win the argument. Where men we like to make sense, but Yeah.
1: And and you're not gonna never win. And and women sometimes those tongues can be like daggers. They can say some shit, man. And and like I said, when I heard her say, uh I feel sorry for Dio's wife because she hasn't sucked the dick of a coward Everybody was just like, damn, because women can say things to you and they can put that that shit in.
0: That was a gut punch.
1: Yeah, that that was tough. And when he came out on the stage and he was like, well, what did I miss? And everybody started laughing, you know. Um, I think when he came out on stage and he tried to ignore the fact, he said like a couple of things. He said what he, he mentioned on the TV show too, talking about with her being the common denominator, as far as her getting into all these beef with random people. And then he just carried on with the show and about what was going on with the mass shootings and such and everything. But yeah, that prompted people to boo and leave too. So I don't know if uh, a lot of people couldn't tell um, from like the clip. Cause they, they, posted a clip of DL also on his uh his comedic skit and um, the stuff that he was saying basically during the show but a lot of people were leaving a lot of people were booing too and um I thought that he actually did pretty good especially coming in after that shit yeah, like,
0: given, given the circumstances um, and uh, I agree because DL Hughley at one point on his show you know basically said you know I don't bring up that I was the king of comedy anymore. Um, she's still trying to eat off of basically being a queen of comedy, but that's, it don't matter because that's
1: so far in the path. Like people want to know what you have done now. Um, mm-hmm. And comedy is transcending too. Um, if you look at the kings of comedy, because a lot of people, oh, speaking of that, um, it was another thing that happened too, because Detroit is always a hotbed for, uh, for, it was when Cat Williams went in on Steve Harvey. Yeah. I know that prompted a lot of people. Uh, I was actually at that show when that <laughs> happened too. Um, it was uh, I was working downtown and I had got tickets for um, a New Year's Eve bash, and um, I went ahead and went to that comedy show. At that particular time, a lot of people. It wasn't. It, it was a crowded show. Don't get me wrong. It was but, at Joe Louis, wasn't it? Yeah, it was at Joe Lewis Arena, and um, a lot of people attended the comedy show too. But it wasn't really like a sellout like that. Because it was New Year's Eve bash and everybody was trying to get home and like, you know, for New Year's. But I wound up attending the show. Um, The show did end pretty quickly and I was able to go to I was staying on the east side at that particular time. So, um, yeah, uh, Cat Williams tore motherfucking Steve Harvey ass up in that particular show. And it reminded me of what just had happened too. But with this particular show, Steve Harvey went on first and Steve Harvey was the headliner, which is crazy. But it reminds me of, of what, uh, of that situation between Monique and DL Ugly It's like, it felt like DL was like, if you want, if you feel like you should have been a headliner or whatever, even though he would, and a lot of comedians said this too. If you're in a particular, uh, city or your hometown and you feel like and we're on a comedy tour if you feel like you want to go on first a lot of times they say oh just go ahead and go Yeah, I'll and, go and I even know like yes, yeah, in no. a
0: hip hop community um, lots of time if you like on let's say you know you touring mm-hmm. like let's just let's just say J. Cole and maybe like Vince Staples right. J. Cole closes the show any other tour date. Right. When they get to Long Beach or something, Ben Staple might, you know, co- go to J. Cole, hey, can I, you know, close the show with one one or two songs, something like that. Right. And lots of times in the comic com- community, the
1: hip-hop community,
0: they'll be more than gracious because, hey, it's your hometown, so.
1: Exactly, or it's, it's a, a, a town where you first started and you you broke through as a comedic artist cuz a lot of times they used the second city um the second city was really popular here in Detroit and in Chicago yeah, I missed the second city yeah I missed the second city and um those were a lot of places where where people got started um in in Detroit particularly the uh, second city was uh, it was a uh, it was a uh, gilda yeah yeah gilda uh, started here also um uh De, uh, what's the guy from Full House? Uh, David, uh, I forgot his yeah, name. Yeah, but it's the, the one of the dudes the, from Full House. The, the, it wasn't Bob Saget. It wasn't uh,
0: um, Uncle Joey. Yeah, Uncle Joey. But
1: <laughs> yeah, um, uh, Robin Williams. It's so many different people that came from you know the Detroit area, and also um, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Yeah, all those they came, and it also was some black comedians too, and. Um, you know, Coco, she, Coco, and uh, she, when she started her, uh, com- Coco's comedy club, it was because a lot of us couldn't get into the second city because that was, uh, you know, mm-hmm. for, uh, of course, for Caucasian people. And, um, so Coco started hers and it was a couple other, Mark, uh, Ridley started his, his comedy club also. And, um, of course, those was all for, you know, African Americans and mixed. But Coco's was influential, and that's where Monique basically kind of really uh-huh. took off, you know, in the, in the Detroit scene. Um, so, of course, like, and she mentioned that in her show too, that she has yes. friends here and um, family. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did you catch Corey Holcomb's response?
1: Oh, yeah. Dude, I heard DL <laughs> Yuglies, um had family here too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a rumor that his mother was also in the audience too. So, yeah. I don't know that. I don't know if that's true or not, but. Um, that's what I was told uh, that his mother was at that show too um, here in Detroit. So I'm not sure if that's true or not. So it, it could be false to make yeah. it, you know, to make it even better, you know, make the storyline, even the plot, even thicker, but I'm not sure if that's even true. But um, yeah, I just figured that if it was a conflict, they could have just swapped out or whatever. And, what made the Cat Williams and Steve Harvey thing even worse is because Cat Williams, Steve Harvey was the headliner, but Steve Harvey went on first. As soon as he got off the of stage, Cat Williams lit his ass up. And I felt like DL could have lit her up. He took the high road. He didn't. And that prompted a lot of people to look at him differently. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know, but to me, I give him kudos. I give him props because tearing her a new one would have been an easy thing to do. Yeah, that's true. Um, it it takes a lot of manhood to, in the words of Michelle Obama, "When they go low, we go high." Right. For, for him to do that, um, I do think long term, this probably has a bigger negative effect on Monique than it does Dio Hughley.
1: Yeah and plus um i was if he did say something about her i was hoping that she was already gone because uh monique yeah, that, is a that, tall that a, uh, uh a tall too. strong woman and dio hugley looked like he not even like close to like <laughs> she would have fucking slammed the shit out of his head. <laughs> yeah
0: and they, and i mean but dio hugley 60 monique is pushing what probably yeah. mid 50s yeah yeah
1: that, yeah so you heard what Coriooko said. <laughs> <about> she hit but <laughs> Talking about she built the fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he went in, bro. Like, and,
0: and I guess even with the Ida Rodriguez chicks, you know, she's one of Dion Hughley's protege. So that that makes him. He has to be like his protege. His his. Minty, is on the building like you would think if
1: y'all had just missed her too yeah we soon as we came outside um of course shout out to my cousin my cousin came up out of nowhere and she's like did you see that shit that happened in the inside and then we took a, a, a quick pic but um uh ida rodriguez was right there right next to us and uh her uh the little suv came and picked her up. Uh, you know how that go and um uh, with the security they she slid in there real quick and got the fuck on cuz like after that show er, just everybody was talking about it outside like we couldn't believe actually what happened but hey that's a, it's Detroit so anything can yeah. happen uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Shoot, we had we had like you said the Cat Williams Steve Harvey thing. We had Malice yeah. at the Palace. Right,
1: <laughs> 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 should just be happening, man. And, and if you haven't seen the Cat Williams and Steve Harvey thing, just check it out. Just type in uh on YouTube uh, Cat Williams versus Steve Harvey, and um, I think you're gonna get the majority of it. You're just gonna get Cat Williams. You're not gonna even hear the Steve Harvey part because Cat Williams went on last, and he just relentless, man. And I
0: don't think they've ever solve their
1: beef i don't uh. yeah no they still hate each other yeah and um a lot of people are getting on cat williams now and i think steve harvey is kind of like at the forefront i'm not gonna throw him under the bus
0: well cat williams last netflix special this one that he came out with sucks, exactly
1: bro. that's what i'm saying too <laughs> like it's a lot of people bringing that up saying that it's not a good special and the thing that cat williams is saying if you compare his special to like the Mike Epps special that he just had. Mike Epps
0: special sucks too, but the Kevin Hart special that he just Kevin had. Kevin Hart sucks too. I'm yeah. gonna tell you so the it, one person that's been consistently funny. Uh huh. And this is why
1: he's a Ghost Status. Days of Hell. Yeah, yeah. Controversial, but still funny. Yeah, yeah. So, I think. Um, when you look at... The thing about it is, is... like
0: on that Mount Rushmore.
1: Yeah. And I think it's like the gift and the curse because with Dave Chappelle doing his special before those guys doing their special, I think now Netflix is and some of the other comedians and everything else, they're trying to probably have them simmer down what they have to say in their tone. I I, I best believe, I think that's so what's happening. Because that's all they mentioned.
0: I'm very curious to see um Kevin Hart... Uh huh. Is doing a show for Chris Rock this summer.
1: <laughs> yeah, and two totally different comedians. So I, I mean Chris and, Rock,
0: and I know yeah.
1: some people feel like Chris Rock isn't funny. Oh man, Chris Rock is. Chris Rock is fucking hilarious to me. Chris Rock and Dave is Dave Chappelle level. Mm. Like I don't know if people realize uh, that.
0: Go back and watch. What was the. Uh, his first HBO special, Chris Rock, rocked this. Um where shit, bigger and blacker too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, black people versus niggas. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the whole the whole OJ bit is, is comedic legend. Uh I'm not saying I I would have killed her, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, like Chris Rock is he him and Dave Chappelle, like, they always push those boundaries. So this is my thing. Um I just got through listening to, uh, to, uh, God damn it. Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart on his, uh, he does like the thing on the Peacock network. And, um, I listened to him a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about Dave Chappelle and how, um, and his hot takes and you know how he comes out and he just, he's just like, ah, you know, with his comedy, he's just going to say whatever the fuck he wants to. He's going to balls to the wall. And he was saying like, he can't do that because, He's like he got so many endorsements yeah, so many sponsors. sponsors. Yeah, like he can't do that. That's not that's not his lane. And Dave Chappelle ain't never gave a <laughs> Yeah, Dave Chappelle don't give a fuck. He done gave up money for his freedom and to say how he feels. So So uh,
0: I it's to the point I don't know, just for me, mm-hmm. that I wish we were in a place uh, where could RF Cause I don't know who who comes next, who comes after Dave Chappelle, who comes after Kevin Hart, uh, cause they're all forty yeah. plus. Um, Dion is even in his forties, uh, but I'm just thinking like Richard Pryor served as a mentor for a lot of the up and coming comedians. Right, uh, Bernie Mac, Cedric the Entertainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Matthew Hughley. And Steve Harvey too. Yeah. Yeah. I wish Monique uh, and I'm not necessarily saying she has to, but you you would like to I would have liked to have seen a time where she was able to sit down with an Oprah with a Tyler Perry and break bread and put aside their differences. I think Prior to the show, because when I first saw that, you know, her and DL Hughley were going to be on the same show, I was a little taken back when I was like, oh, well, maybe, you know, she's reconciled with DL, with DL, you know, Lee Daniels, and all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe this is a good first step. Now I feel like we're farther away <laughs> right. from um, seeing them, you know, reconcile
1: or anything. You know what I, I think, it, and also um, this is my take. And uh, I'm looking at it probably through the eyes of Monique. I think she feels like she doesn't get enough respect in the business. Because when you think about it, she's had her own TV show, hit TV show. The Parkers is a, is a hit, like, to this day. It timeless. Is, I'm not a particularly
0: fan of it, but.
1: Yeah, it it's is. still a hit. It's like, it's still a hit. Um, It's a different type of comedy, but it's still a hit, you know. um, She had her own TV talk show. Yeah, I. I I get all that. Yeah, I, like, just, yeah, I mean, if you look at it, she's trans. She had a. She's got a, a, a Oscar. I feel like and this is a hot take. Uh-huh. She wants to be the female Dave Chappelle. You know what? I wouldn't necessarily say that because I think she just wants respect. I think she wants respect, and she's looking for it in different. She's looking for it in different areas. I don't think she's hurting for money. I don't think she's hurting for money. I, I think she, likes, yeah, I think she just wants respect from like those different actors. And I, I think like, and this is my honest so, opinion, she might be getting blackballed. So in Corey, Hollywood, Corey
0: Holcomb had a hot take, and I want to see if you agree. Mm-hmm. He said Monique wasn't the funniest on The Queens of Comedy. That's some, she was funny, but she wasn't the funniest to me, and I agree too. Yeah. But I didn't think that it, see on Hughley wasn't the funniest. He damn he was the least funniest out of everybody on the Kings yeah, of Comedy.
1: I didn't Club. even think Steve Harvey was that funny on the Kings of no. Comedy when I look at it. Cedric the Entertainer and Bernie Mac. Were the two, make, yeah, makes were the two a, tops yeah. makes the show.
0: Yeah. The funny Steve Harvey moment though is the um Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. That was his Yeah.
1: One. Yeah. And don't get me wrong with Steve Harvey too. I think Monique was Monique was in that lane before Steve Harvey was in that lane because Steve Harvey over the past ten years is just now I mean, yeah, he Yeah, with the morning show. He went from
0: the radio show to having well, the TV a show talk first. show. Yeah, he got the, the Steve Harvey show, mm-hmm. then he got the radio show, then he got the, the talk Steve show. Harvey sit down talk show, then Family, Family Feud. Feud. Yeah. Uh now the, he's just doing a court. Uh now yeah Just Steve Harvey, yeah. which got
1: picked up for a second season. Yeah, so now he's taking on Auntie Loris Harvey's stepdad. Right. Her and that was daughter. and <laughs> that was Monique. Like when you looked at the Kings of Comedy, and plus like with her getting her start the Parkers really jump started her too. But when you look at that, that was Monique then. And now like for somebody to like cancel them and not have them around anymore. And I just think, like, she just basically wants her respect. That's what it looks like to me. And she's just not getting it so, from everybody else. Because when you think of it. So think somebody her,
0: give, give her her flowers.
1: Yeah, yeah. But when you think of her, as far so, as, like, comedy greatness, do you look at her as, like, one of the top female comedians? When you look at all around, like, all the female comedians? Shorthand, sure no. I don't either. That's what I was saying. Like, maybe we don't give her her respect, but she deserves it. But we just don't, because I don't even look at her as like one of the funniest.
0: Her stand up has never been that funny to me, right? Like Mike Epps' stand up has never been that funny to me.
1: See, now that's what I was gonna say too. Maybe we look at everything like look at comedy differently because I think Mike Epps is hilarious. I think Kevin Hart is awful, but it's a lot of people that think Kevin Hart is amazing. Kevin
0: Hart is, I think, seriously funny. He was was comedic genius i feel like he's still eating off of that because everything afterwards has been either okay or god awful
1: yeah see and i thought seriously funny was okay i think like if you since it's since it's his introduction right and then him doing the little slapstick stuff he doing oh no you know shit like that that'll make you laugh but now when you look at it again it doesn't make me. I, you can look at seriously funny right now, and you won't get the same reaction from looking at it before. If you go look at Eddie Murphy well, Raw,
0: yeah, Raw is f- you're gonna laugh again. R- raw is Raw. Um, what's the Richard Pryor run live at Sunset Strip? Live at Sunset, you're gonna laugh. Chris Rock rocked this. Uh, Martin, you so crazy.
1: Martin, you so you're crazy. gonna laugh. Martin Runtel tell this too. Yeah, you're gonna laugh. Uh, um, Cat Williams first two comedy specials, you're gonna laugh. Go back and look at Kevin Hart's. You're going to be like, this shit Bernie isn't Mac, funny. Bernie Mac.
0: Anything Bernie Mac ever
1: put out. You can go out. back and look at the Kings of Comedy. You're going to laugh. You're mm-hmm. going to laugh at that shit because it's actually funny to where Kevin Hart, I think he basically talks about himself and brings himself down. And um, like he's telling Dave, a story. Dave
0: Chappelle, unless you're a member of one of the Alphabet group that he, he probably was Yeah. Fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> even when he does the Sesame Street bit. Yeah. All that
1: Man. You I was just watching
0: the one, and I forgot about this one where he talked about um, the his friend landlord was
1: addicted to crack. Yeah. That one had me Dude. on the floor. Man, it's so many great comedians out here, and you know it, we're not. I'm hating. gonna tell
0: you one that don't get enough credit, but had a funny Netflix special:
1: <laughs> Dion Cole. Oh, yeah. Dion Cole's fucking hilarious.
0: He talked about parking blessings. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, he he was known as a drag comedian when he first came. I think he kind of upped it up a little bit, but he was like super dry at first. But for everybody to think that we're hating on like certain you you heard you heard his hot take. You heard my hot take. Everybody's not going to be funny to you. And you know,
0: people Yeah, that's can, just like we said earlier. Yeah. A lot of people don't find Chris Rock funny. I find him hilarious.
1: Yeah, a lot of people don't find Dave Chappelle funny. They think like, just, he just my wife the-
0: can't stand Chris Rock. I find him hilarious.
1: Yeah, I think Chris Rock's hilarious too. And look, I'm a stickler, so it takes a lot to make me laugh. So if I think you funny, like that's some real shit. You know what I mean? So and <sighs> like Rodney was saying, and I'm saying the same thing too, like comedy it, it transitions into different forms so whoever you pick even if it's uh the rodriguez or the uh yeah. what's the dude dur, 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 dur. oh um uh, yeah uh, i forgot his fucking name or uh <laughs> or, or get her done that dude Burning larry Mac the cable guy
0: Milk and cookies are always
1: yeah or fucking gallagher smashing yeah. watermelons whatever makes you laugh Kiwi. Pee Wee doing his stand up. Gilbert Godfrey, RIP, him doing his thing. It's up to Um, you. Ernest, remember? Yeah, Ernest, Ernest, yeah. Ernest, yeah, some people think that's hilarious. Like, I guess whatever makes you feel good. But, I mean, let's be real about how you feel about certain comedians and just give them their respect. Maybe Monique does deserve her flowers.
0: Yeah, and get a girl her flowers. Or next week, she'll be talking about us. So we'll catch y'all uh, next, next time. All
1: right. Catch you on the B side. Peace.